Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey everybody, Mitch Newman here. Welcome to Mondays of Mitch, where we uh, demystify, de-cleanse, de-cleanse. I don't even know what that means. Well, we just, we break down conscious leadership in a way that is palatable for the average person to understand and comprehend that they are in fact a leader. That the simple fact of getting up every day and getting out in the world and functioning on some level, they might not be effective. They're still leading. The idea that you're actually going and doing and becoming something tells me that you're leading. And if we can demystify, which is what we do here, demystify this old school thinking of what a leader looks like, and what a leader sounds like and what he or she does or says, and start to really kind of bring it into a more conscious platform where we look at the whole person, where we bring in the all the qualities that make someone uh, more aware, more conscious, more present, and naturally more considerate of other people, moving from what I would call me to we. So that's the Elevator speech version, if we were trapped briefly in an elevator that I would share with you. So our goal really is to be able to stimulate and inspire, hopefully, that part of you that is ready to lead yourself at a higher level and to be more effective in that leading and how that then translates into how I lead Not just myself, but perhaps my family, how I co-lead in my family, how I might lead or co-lead in a business situation or scenario. And we give you the skills and the tools to be able to put them into play, practice them, see how they work, make whatever changes are necessary, depending upon what it is that you're looking to accomplish. But really looking at if we're going to lead ourselves is to look at all of us. Look at all of who we are and what we're about and to transform from what I would call old self to new self. The old stories, the old beliefs about what a leader does, looks like, sounds like, etc. to a new self, a future self, creating something, manifesting something from a, a deeply powerful place that resonates more strongly with your heart. So I want to talk a little bit today about something that I see and something that I notice that happens in a lot of situations, and that is 
when a, a leader lose, loses sight of the fact that they're leading and they become, without necessarily realizing it, a follower pretending to be a leader. Where they're going along with the status quo. Where they're, they've lost their edge. They've lost their ability to make certain decisions. To be, in effect, decisive about their choices. And as a result, they end up following other people. Now, following other people is not a crime. It's not punishable by death. It's actually a very effective tool that a leader incorporates. Someone who's leading at a higher level of consciousness knows when to follow and when to lead. So the idea is if you're in a situation or setting where you don't know what to do, but you put the expectation on yourself that I should know, then the tendency to make decisions that aren't effective, that don't work out, that don't support your growth and upliftment, become more likely. And if you're in a situation where you're pretending with other people to be the smartest person in the room because you think that's what's required, and yet you know you're not, so you're speaking for the sake of speaking because you're worried about what other people are going to interpret through your silence. Ooh, good one. Then you are, in effect, a follower pretending to be a leader. So the key is to know what you know, to share what you know, to be open to the feedback around what it is you know, knowing other people have different opinions, but also to know when you don't know something. To not be afraid to say, I don't know. To not be afraid to say, I'm not sure what to do in this situation. I'm open to feedback. To know when to sit back and let others lead. See, the goal is to be able to bring your skill set, bring your abilities to the forefront. To be able to take your gifts and share them freely with others. To put forward uh, that better foot that you know that you're capable of creating because of the knowledge and the wisdom that you possess. And to know when it's time to allow someone else to shine, someone else to bring their gifts to the forefront where you get to learn. I heard one time a leader talk about being so excited that other people were stepping up and leading. And I felt like I was the student and they started to say student And they couldn't bring themselves to say it. They quickly changed it, quickly changed the subject. A great leader, conscious leader, someone who leads at a higher level, knows when to be the student, knows when to allow others to be the teacher. So one of that first most important things is when we lose that decisiveness, when we lose that edge to make a decision, And we are in a situation where we start to doubt ourselves. We start to minimize our skills. We start to to put ourselves in a position where we're almost paralyzed. Then we're suddenly going along with, because we're concerned about how others may perceive us. So in essence, in effect, our choices are really not our own. 
They're motivated and inspired by fear. And fear is a temporary motivator. It's not sustainable. And it will always come back to bite us in the ass. It always does. It can give us a sudden burst of courage in certain situations and circumstances. It's not sustainable unto itself as a frequency where you're going to achieve your higher self, where you're going to step into your greatness, to step into the magic that is you. And so as soon as you start to doubt yourself, you now allow the old self, the old you, the old stories, the the beliefs that once serve you that are now become limited to take over. And now you're making decisions about where you want to go on the foundations of where you've been. And in order to step into your new self, the only thing that you can take with you from the past is the wisdom component. Everything else must stay behind. You can't take the fear and the uncertainty and the doubts and the failures or what you judged as a failure in the past to influence and impact the decisions you make moving forward to go to places that you haven't been before. It's not the right foundation. So now you are, in effect, a follower pretending to be a leader. So the key is to know when to know. When to follow, when to lead, how best to lead. And it brings me to another component. A lot of times people say, you know, a a leader, someone who's really effective as a leader has to be willing to be wrong. And I think of it a little differently. A leader who's leading at a higher level, who's not interested in following, but is interested in bringing their gifts to the table, has to be willing to be right. Has to be willing to be right. To be excited about what comes out of their mouth and what they're about to share. To not hold back. See, that fear, that doubt, that uncertainty that creeps in to make a suggestion or to have an idea or to share what's present, that withholding is the most damaging thing that happens to people in the attempt to lead themselves and perhaps other people. It's withholding your gifts. It's withholding your willingness to be right. Because in effect, what you're afraid of is for someone to see and hear something that proves on some level to yourself that you were wrong. But when you flip it on and say, I need to be willing to be right. I need to be willing to step out there. I need to be willing to not hold back anymore. I got to risk it. I got to put it out there. When you do that, when you step into those places, You're then leading at a higher level and you're not going along with the crowd. You're not going with the flow. I've had situations and circumstances where people who lead themselves and other people at a higher level would call me and say, hey, I'm not sure what to do in this situation. And I would say, well, what's what's holding you back from from making the decision? And they went into a laundry list of old stories and old stuff. They went into a laundry list of old self beliefs. 
They were suddenly consumed. They, they literally misplaced their own sense of leadership out of fear, out of doubt, out of uncertainty, out of concern of how they would be seen or how they would be viewed by other people. And so they went to that place and they literally felt paralyzed. And I said to them, I said, if, if, if the situation was reversed and I came to you and I said to you, here's my situation, here's what I'm entertaining, here's the thoughts that I'm, I'm going through and I'm realizing it's old stuff that's going on, what would you do or how would you best advise me to be able to move forward? When you flip the situation, guess who answers? Your new self. So suddenly the questions that you had, the concerns that you had, you already knew the answers. Simply by flipping it. Simply by putting yourself in a situation and say, well, how would I advise somebody? What would I suggest somebody do? My coach, who I love dearly, who helps me tremendously, is always in my, always in my ear and always in my heart. would hear me sometimes in a session spiring a little bit, just kind of going back into the past, going back into the old self stuff, just entertaining old stories. And she could hear it. She could feel the energy. She could feel my frequency drop. And she didn't say to me, well, if somebody came to you with this situation, how would you advise them? What she did was something a little bit different. She asked me point blank, she goes, what would mastery do in this situation? What would the master, what would the master do in this situation? What would the person inside of you that leads at a higher level of consciousness, what would they do? And in that moment, my energy shifted. My breathing slowed. That sense of fight or flight of anxiousness just lifted. And I was suddenly able to answer. I was suddenly able to bring forward uh, a whole host of, of things that I could do. Stepping outside myself, the willingness to observe myself going through this and saying, okay, what would mastery do? Given the same set of circumstances, what would that master do? And I rattled off all these things. I just knew, like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I can also do this. And if that doesn't work, then I can do this. And she said, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. See, a follower pretending to be a leader is someone who's simply living from their old self. And that's what's going to happen during the course of a day. You're going to move back and forth from your old self to your new self, back to your old self, back to your new self. And the goal is to be more in your new self than in your old self. To find yourself triggered by things less often, anything that upsets your peace. And when you are, it's for a shorter duration of time. Because why? You're willing to ask yourself the question. If somebody came to me with this set of circumstances or situations, how would I answer them? What would I advise them to do? Or, as my coach said to me, what would mastery do? And suddenly you know. And suddenly it's evident. 
And suddenly you're no longer a follower pretending to be a leader. You're back in that place of leading yourself at that higher level of consciousness, that higher level of presence and awareness. You're becoming, again, your best observer. We're able to see the patterns of behavior and see the choices you make and to never judge them at any point in time, but to simply observe them and point them out. Now the follower pretending to be a leader is only following when it knows, when you know, and when I know that it's time for us to listen. There's an opportunity for us to be blessed by someone else's wisdom and a chance for us to grow even deeper. And that's when we know. That's when we know that we're leading. That's when we know we're stepping into our greatness. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 